The bagpipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rab Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1. G1 Reeds and Chanters were played in 8 out of the 9 winning World Championship performances in 2017, including the newly crowned Grade 1 World Champions in Vararian District, and also for some bands, including the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there. Welcome along to another Big Rab Show podcast. Oh my word, what a day it's been. (laughs) When I'm recording this, it's now the 11th of July. So for all of us in Northern Ireland, whether you celebrate it or whether you don't, happy 11th and uh, happy 12th as well. Because of course, 12th of July is a big public holiday here in the UK, in Northern Ireland specifically, I should say. Uh, So yeah, for everyone who celebrates the 12th, happy 12th. And for those who don't celebrate the 12th, uh, ah well, just yeah, happy Thursday, I suppose. But yeah. You guys have clicked on the podcast this week for the title. You'll be getting my live reaction to the World Pipe Band Championship draw. I've been, I feel like I've been waiting on this thing all day. We were told that it would be uh, published on the RSPBA website by 11am. And it's now half five in the afternoon, half five in the evening, sorry. And it's finally just been published. And it's all I could do to avoid spoilers. I haven't clicked on the link yet. I haven't read it. I've shared it out on the Facebook page and our social media and all that stuff, but I haven't looked at it yet. So everyone's been mas- messaging me like crazy, asking all sorts of questions about this, about my thoughts and everything. And uh, yeah, I've been having a bit of a social media blackout until I can get the podcast recorded for you. <laughs> because I wanted to give you a genuine response to the the draw. So we'll get to that. The prop yeah, we'll get to that with so much more stuff that I needed to get crammed in before we get talking about the world's draw. Uh, yeah, so without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome <clears throat> to the Big Rap Show podcast. We are the show for the piping folks. So if it's got bagpipes in it, around it or near at all, then we are the show for you. So if this is the first podcast that you're ever listening to, welcome. Hello there, welcome as part of the Big Rab Show family. Yeah, we have been doing this for quite a while now, we've got quite a bit of a back catalogue, and we're now collectively part of what's known affectionately as the Podcast Brotherhood. Yeah, there's ourselves, there's the guys in the Chanter Rand podcast, listener discretion is advised, of course, for those guys, <laughs> but also the guys at the Grace Note Vortex as well. Yeah, so we are part of a very big collective podcasting family, so that's just awesome. So, before we get into it, I have to give a shout out to our amazing patrons, those guys who have Click that support button on our Patreon page and help support what we do. Shout out goes to Brandon Moreno, Lone Star Piper, Harris Kilts and Source Bagpipes. You guys are awesome! Yes, you are. By clicking on that support button on our Patreon page, you get a wee shout out every week. Plus, you get a wee 30 second spot where you can do whatever you like. You can plug... Anything. So it's up to you. If you do do so wish to support the show, you can do. You can go and click on our Patreon page. Uh, just go onto the Patreon and search for The Big Rab Show. And yeah, there's various different tiers of support and everything. Uh, but you don't have to, which is the beauty of this podcast. We're doing it completely for free. So yeah, you can download it in your pocket and take it with you wherever you are, free of charge. So also... Uh, those of you out there who have been asking questions about the Rab Show merch, the date for confirmed World Championship delivery delivery sorry has now passed. So yeah, if you wanted to get your hands on Rab Show hoodies and t-shirts and stuff ahead of the World Championships, 
uh, yeah, that date has now passed, I'm afraid. So yeah, by the time I would get it from the printers and in the mail and guaranteed delivered to your door by the time the World Championships, uh, yeah, that date has now passed, I'm afraid. So, but that's not to say you can't still go and get some. Rab Show merch is available. You can go and get t-shirts and hoodies like I've just mentioned on thebigrabshow.com. Yeah, every t-shirt and hoodie sold really does help support what we do and all of our social media stuff, all of our live streaming and, of course, the podcast that you're listening to now. So, there you go. That's all the domestics out of the way. Let's get into it. Let's kick things off with a bit of listener mail. Now, last week's podcast was possibly one of our most popular ones to date over this last six, eight months. Um, Yeah, we talked about behaviour at arenas. Now... We got so much mail about this. It was kind of (laughs) ridiculous. Loads of people actually agreeing with me. Now, I honestly thought that was a bit of a risky podcast on my behalf. I was kind of going on a bit of an angry tirade because, yeah, I was getting it off my chest. It was just I had enough (laughs) of going to competitions, trying my best to produce live streaming for you guys, and then having to put up with someone shouting across an arena and talking and all of that Uh, yeah if you're interested go and listen to last week's podcast it's all up there my whole big rant Uh, but yeah that's suffice to say i have to give a shout out to everyone who emailed in thank you so much and one such email came in from dorothy trainer now i want to read this out because it's quite an interesting story she said hey rab firstly i want to say many thanks to you and your team for your fantastic work you're doing and your facebook content your radio show and of course your unmissable podcast superb thank you very much dorothy appreciate it I said, I could not agree more with your feelings about people's behaviours at the arenas, as this is a constant irritant for me as well. Good to hear. Although you say the majority of our audiences are well behaved, in my experience of taking video footage of bands over the last three years, there is a large percentage of the crowd who insist on having shouted conversations while bands play. Hmm, yeah, that's been my experience too, Dorothy. Uh, She says, as a result, I rarely try to video the grade one bands, as the bigger the audience, the louder the crowd noise. I attempt to video Scottish Power at Paisley this year, and the band had no sooner entered the ring when three American ladies started to shout loudly about something that one of them had on an iPad, and they were holding a conversation as to what was on the screen, absolutely paying no attention to what the band was doing. It happens all the time, and I find that with experience, you can often identify the culprits in advance and try to find a vantage point at least 20 yards away from them. (laughs) I'm going to have to get this skill set. Yeah. (laughs) 20 yards away from them. So, unfortunately, there's no defense against the late arrivals who clearly see that you're shooting a video and still decide to have a a shouted, banal conversation. I have been taking videos of Pipe and Live concerts in George Square and Glasgow for the last three years. And crowd noise is deplorable. The bands from all over the world perform for about 30 minutes. And on one occasion, two men in their 40s came to stand behind me, then turned their backs to the arena and continued to have a loud conversation for the entire length of the performance. And were most aggrieved when I suggested that they were preventing me from hearing the bands and that there was plenty of space in George Square for them to go and continue their epic discussion elsewhere. I am also sad to have to say that on many occasions it has been other band members who have been causing a racket. They come from the beer tent and congregate at the arena fence and indulge in loud banter accompanied by lots of raucous laughter which is so disrespectful of the bands that are playing. Although in your podcast 
you ask them to shut up, <laughs> it is unfortunately not going to happen. I think it would greatly uh, benefit if signs would be placed around the arena saying, quiet please, when the bands are playing. These could be placed above the judges' tents and would be seen from any part of the arena. I do not think that it would be too much of an expense, although it would not eradicate the bad manners and disregard for other spectators. It would surely have a beneficial effect. I wonder if organisers might consider this or if a petition would help. Anyway, congratulations on your BBC appointment. Oh, thank you. Uh, I did listen to the first edition edition of Kintra and really enjoyed it. Awesome. Uh, I will definitely catch future episodes. Uh, Best wishes to you and the team. There you go. Eric. So that's fantastic email. Thank you so much. And a story that has been repeated a dozen times. I have countless amounts of stories from people talking to rude, loud talkers at arenas and being almost near coming to blows about it yeah last week's podcast we talked all about bad behavior and yeah what dorothy just put in her email there was just yeah that's it that's quintessentially it people come to the arenas and don't care about what the bands are doing and just sit and talk about what they're going to have for dinner that night or did you see what michael's driving now i got himself a new car who cares who cares the band is in the arena trying to do its thing, and here you are talking about Michael, Michael's new car. It just doesn't make sense to me. Anyway, listen to last week's podcast. Bit of a rant. <laughs> and thank you to everyone who's emailed in. A lot of you in support of what I had to say. And, uh, yeah, who knows? The message may well get out there that if, uh, yeah, if you do want to have a conversation with your friends, then maybe either keep it down a level so you're not shouting over the band. You're like, hey! Did you hear that Mickey got a new car? Yeah, just shh, quiet. Or take that conversation away so you don't have to shout over the band or over people's heads for that matter. It's the best piece of advice I could give. Right, let's get on to it. We've got so much more news to talk about. The 73rd All-Ireland Championships were held in yeah, New Ross, County Wexford, this past weekend, and what a championship it was. Yeah, I think by all accounts, the venue, uh, listening to everyone who was there, because I wasn't there myself personally, but I was told that the venue in New Ross was class. I was told it was really, really good. Uh, and if anything, one of the things that our uh, one of our American listeners had tuned in to say that the grass was actually turning brown. Because, yeah, the weather over here in Ireland and Northern Ireland has just been incredible like I've, I've been telling you there's a hosepipe ban here we're running out of water like it's up you know in 30 degrees in some places most of the time and it, yeah it's seriously warm here at the minute so as a result you have brown grass everywhere someone even commented to say that it looked like texas <laughs> but nope it was new ross county wexford so on the day itself it was a pretty interesting competition not gonna joke it was yeah the competition level was pretty high in all the grades uh, even down as far as grade 5 grade 4b standard was very very high so competition was pretty stiff so let's get to it let's get to the results starting uh, let me see with the bands yeah i don't think we'll bother going through the drum majors that yeah I'll be here all night. Sorry, drum majors. So, yeah, let's start out with Grave 4B. Let's look at the winners. And, uh, yeah, kicking off All Ireland Champions, Grave 4B, Grancha. Yep, Grancha, of course, lifting the top spot and lifting it quite convincingly with ones across the board, apart from Drummond. 
Hmm. Came second in Drummond. The Drummond actually went to Craigaline Pipe Band, which was a bit of a shock. Nobody actually seen that coming. Now, Craigaline actually managed to finish well down the prizes. They had a 19th and a 15th in piping, but a first in Drummond. So that has to sting. That I would not want to be in that pipe core. Eesh. Anyway, but yeah, congratulations to Grancha. They're still marching on in their winning ways. Uh, yeah, not too shabby at all. Well done, Grancha. Okay, on to grade 4A. As expected and predicted here on the Rab Show, McNeilstown. McNeilstown again in winning ways, lifting the top spot, all Ireland champions. Two firsts in piping, first in drumming, first in ensemble, straight across the board. Not bad result at all. And also a shout out to McDonald Memorial as well, coming up strong second there as well. It's a not bad result for them. So, yeah, grade 4A still faring out to be quite a tough grade, but McNeilstown seem to be having it all their own way at the moment. On to grade 3B, St. Colm Kill United Gaelic Pipe Band from the USA. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Grade 3B, it didn't go to St. Mary's Derry Trasna. Now, that really surprised all of us on the Rab Show, to be honest. We were kind of pegging St. Mary's Derry Trasna as being All-Ireland champions this year. But they didn't. Yeah, this this band from America that nobody had really heard of before, St. Colm Kill United Gaelic Pipe Band, just cleaned the the board. It was two first places in piping and first in ensemble. Now, they did fall down in drumming, however. They came fourth in drumming. But they still had enough to lift it overall. Now, I have to say, St. Mary's Derry Trasna, yeah, they lifted it, the drumming, they lifted the drumming title. So, yeah, all Ireland drum corps champions. Uh, so, not a bad result there at all. So, yeah, not a bad, not a bad weekend's work there by St. Colm Killed United Pipe Band, Gaelic Pipe Band. I'm going to have to look at videos of the performance, actually, because before they actually played at the All-Ireland, I'll hold my hand up. I honestly didn't know that much about them. Um, if anything, this was the first time I actually think I became aware of the band. But here we go. Grade 3B, All-Ireland Champions. Not bad. Also, I have to give a shout-out, actually, to Tully Lagan. Tully Lagan Pipe Band finished up third. Very respectable result, actually. But they came second in the drumming. Which is not bad result for Tully Lagan. Well done, guys. Okay, on to Grade 3A, then. Who lifted the All-Ireland title? Yeah, St. Joseph's. <laughs> St. Joseph's, Clendalkin. Now, I was kind of half expecting Marlacou, and Marlacou came second. So there you go. St. Joseph's lifted the top spot. Congratulations, and done it quite convincingly as well, with ones right across the board. First, the pipe and drum and ensemble. Just cleaned up, man. It was, yeah, incredible. I've seen videos of the run and everything of St. Joseph's in 3A, and, yeah, they definitely deserved it. Fair play to you guys. Well done. Well played, St. Joseph's. All Ireland champions. Now, on to grade two. Drum roll. Yep, Klaus Kelt. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, Klaus Kelt are having an amazing season this year. So, here they go. All Ireland champions. Congratulations, Klaus Kelt. Again, with ones right across the board. First, some piping, drumming, ensemble. Yeah. Not a bad weekend's work at all. Uh, shout out to Rivara, who came second. The third were Manor Cunningham. Uh, yeah, and then fourth was New Ross, uh, who actually finished up second in the drumming. Now, we actually had New Ross pegged as possibly lifting the drumming title. Uh, but what we see from New Ross, actually, is their piping result is improving. Uh, so they actually managed to beat Column Kill in piping, uh, whereas before I think Column Kill was beating them in piping. So, yeah, not a bad result from the guys at New Ross. They're slowly climbing that ladder, and their drum corps is cer- certainly helping them. So there they go. So they had a second in drumming behind Klaus Kelt. So Klaus Kelt, congratulations, guys. All-Ireland champions. No big shock. Yeah, I think we all seen that coming, the way your season's going. Congratulations. 
Okay. On to grade one. Who is our grade one All-Ireland champions? Because, as you know, on the day it was juked out between the Field Marshal and St. Lawrence on the day. And, yeah, in case you didn't know, Field Marshal lifted the top spot. Yep, they managed to beat St. Lawrence Atul on the grass. Now, this was very interesting to watch because, ooh, it was so interesting because... Field Marshal Montgomery played their brand new medley that we haven't heard this season yet. This was the debut performance of, I think it was the number one medley. Uh, so far they've been playing the medley set with, you know, the big Fred Morrison tune at the end of it. My dancing set, as I call it. Uh, they've been playing that medley, but this was the first time they had the outing of the brand new medley that no one's heard yet in competitive circles. And wow, is a word I would use. Field Marshal broke out the big guns with this new medley. It was incredible. If you haven't seen the run yet from Field Marshal at the All-Irelands, I would urge you to go and check it out because no one's heard this medley yet. And I think the next time we're going to hear it will be at the Worlds because we were chatting about it last night on Fuse, uh, Fuse FM and we are on the Rab Show. And we were asking, is Dumbarton medley or MSR? And turns out Dumbarton is MSR. So we're not going to hear medley performances again uh, from a grade one band's until Worlds. So, looking at Field Marshal's new medley that we just heard, it's a clinker. It really is. It's a clinker. Can't take it away from them. It was really, really good. Now, I have to say, uh, St. Lawrence Atul, of course, lifting the drumming title over the course of the weekend as well. Not a bad result. Well done, St. Lawrence. Good stuff. So, yeah, as it all broke down, St. Lawrence beat Field Marshal in the MSR. Yeah, pretty straightforward. St. Lawrence managed to win there. The, well, the first in ensemble and the first in drumming and MSR. On to the medley then. Field Marshal lifted it in the medley, which makes the overall result even more interesting. So there you go. Field Marshal managing to lift it on medley preference. Yeah, congratulations, Field Marshal. All-Ireland champions 2018. And I think looking at Richard Park's face whenever the trophy was handed over, he was just a little bit happy. Yeah, I think he was very chuffed to lift the All-Ireland. I think, by all accounts, Richard Parks is... The All-Ireland is one of those titles that Richard always likes to lift. You know, it is it is kind of prestigious here in the island of Ireland. It's kind of, it's kind of hard to explain out there internationally, but the All-Ireland is kind of a prestigious you know competition that you would like to win. You know, it may not be a major in the calendar, but it's certainly a major for people here living in Ireland, Northern Ireland. It's one of those titles you just want to win. Okay. Ah, well, do you know what? I'm going, to, I'm going to talk about drum majors because I've been talking about them all season. I can't leave you, out. <laughs> I can't leave you, out. Okay, All-Ireland novice champion went to Carries Graham, yeah, from Upper Cross Gar. Well done, Carries. And then coming up a close second then was Louise Simington, yeah, of Cross Celts. And I have to say, Louise is having a great season this year. Yeah. If anything, I've noticed Louise's name in the prizes quite a lot now, as well as Carries Graham as well, you know, of course. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Louise, not bad result there. And also to Carries, of course. Yeah, All Ireland Champion 2018. Congratulations. Now, on to the juniors. Yeah, Abigail Wenlock from Shots and Dykehead managed to lift it again. So there you go, All Ireland Champion Abigail. Well done. Again, another win under your belt. Having a great season, Abigail, by the way. Uh, now, on to, let me see, where am I at now? The juvenile drum majors. This went to Rachel Larry. Yeah, of Armagh Brig. Armagh Brig, sorry. So there you go, Rachel. Congratulations. Now, if anything, the two that I was watching in that grade, Cara Gilmer and Jamie Couples, uh, Cara came second and Jamie came third, uh, followed by Catherine McKeown, uh, Emily Crooks, 
uh, Andrea Stevenson and Katie Bicker. Oh, I'm just reading off the whole grade now. But yeah, I have my eye this year on Jamie Couples, of course, from Mackenzie Caledonia. He's having a really strong season this year. And Cara Gilmer as well, of course, of Scottish Fire and Rescue. Both of those guys seem to be... You know, on form. Now, that's not to take it away from Rachel, of course. She actually is All-Ireland champion, so congratulations. Uh, so, you know what I mean? I don't know. Is it too early to start talking predictions? I don't know. There's a couple of names I want to fire in there, though. Okay. All-Ireland champion, 2018 senior drum major, Emma Barr of the Field Marshal. Well done. There you go. Not a bad weekend's work, Emma. Congratulations. So... That's it for your All-Ireland Championship results. Now, I have to say, on the day itself, us on the Rab Show, we've done our very best to bring you live-streamed coverage of the All-Ireland. Now, we struggled. Now, I mean, it was a fight because we had such poor network coverage on the day. It was terrible. I could hardly even message my guys on the ground to find out what was happening because they just weren't getting anything through. It was terrible. So whether it's our own particular cell phone network or anything, we don't know. We couldn't explain it, but we weren't the only ones. There was countless other people who were on the ground there at New Ross and were experiencing the same problem. Now, this is not just people from Northern Ireland who travelled down who were having problems, but also the locals. There seemed to be, because there was such demand for mobile coverage in that area all at one time, that whatever cellular networks there was just kind of collapsed under the pressure. So, as a result, a lot of people just switched their phones off because they just weren't working. So, <laughs> we'd done what we could to cover what we could. We were able to cover a lot of grade 4B and maybe a bit of grade 4A in the morning, but then during the afternoon... It was just a nightmare. We tried our best to get grade 2 and grade 1, but it just wasn't happening. Uh, so apologies to our international watchers and listeners and stuff. We'd done everything that we possibly could, but we were really fighting a losing battle. And yeah, we'd done what we could. Uh, also, yeah, shout out for the Irish Pipe Band Association. I have to give them a special mention on the podcast because they have been really incredible to work with i have never seen a pipe band association who have helped so much with everything that us and the rab show team were trying to do they give us unprecedented access we were allowed into the arenas during the competitions as bands were playing we were able to go in the other side of the barrier and just yeah sit in one place and film it was awesome I have to stress that. It was absolutely awesome. And also for the all-important results, we actually managed to get a signal at the end of the day. And we actually managed to live stream the results. And yeah, we had a front row seat for people coming up and collecting their trophy. Now, the Irish Pipe Band Association, I have to say a massive thank you from all of us on the Rab Show team. It's so much appreciated. It really made our day so much easier considering we were fighting with everything else. So we struggled with the conditions because it was really hot on the day. Uh, but we also were struggling with network coverage. So it was great not to have to struggle filming over the top of people's heads. So thank you, Irish Association. You guys are awesome. Now, congratulations, by the way, to uh, everyone who was down at New Ross. But from what I've been told, very successful competition. And uh, yeah. I can't wait until it's back in New Ross again. There you go. Although it was announced at New Ross, there's a bit of piping news for you, that uh, the All-Ireland Championships will be in Ballymena next year. So that'll be interesting. I think it's going to be in Ballymena Showgrounds, I think, at a guess. They didn't really say where in Ballymena it's going to be, but mm, there you go. It's going to be in Ballymena. So that'll be interesting. Anyway, talking about competition venues, that brings us on to our next piece of piping news. And the story broke there around the 5th of July. And 
Ooh, this one's been one that has sparked a lot of conversation. Yes, we're talking about Portrush competition. Now, Portrush this year is happening just before the Worlds here in Northern Ireland. Now, Portrush wraps up the Northern Irish season. It's normally the last competition in the Northern Irish calendar, and that's it. Doors close. Portrush is seen as being the big end-of-season party. It's not going to be that this year because it's right before Worlds, so bands are going to be wanting to try and behave themselves. It was going to be a funny competition this year anyway. I'm not going to lie, it was going to be a strange one, because if it was raining in any way at all, bands are obviously going to be wanting to play conservative and keep their instruments dry for the following week. So Portrush this year fell on a bad time in the calendar. But that's not the problem. The problem is the venue. It was due to be held at the recreation grounds there in Ramore Head in Portrush. Now, the District Council... Uh, Causeway, Closton Glens, Borough Council have been sending letters backwards and forwards with the Northern Irish Association assuring them the venue would be ready. Letter after letter, phone call after phone call, telling our association officials that yes, the grounds will be ready, it'll be ready, don't worry, yes, it'll be fine. Because the association were getting messages from their membership, as well as us here in the Rab Show, telling us that Ramor Head was a, it was a building site. The place is covered in rubble, there's bricks and mortar and just crap lying everywhere and there's no chance you'll have a competition in there. So this came from the general public and the membership of the association and listeners to the Rab Show as well, I have to add. And the council kept telling the association, no, it's fine, we'll, we'll get it cleaned up, it's fine, you know, not a bother, we'll have it fixed for you. Well, turns out... 5th of July, the Northern Ireland Association had to make a bit of an announcement to say that the grounds, yeah, will not be ready. The, yeah, apparently it'll cost over £100,000 to have the grounds ready in time to clear all the rubble and to have, you know, all the appropriate accesses and escapes and everything. To have the grounds ready for a competition, it'll cost over a hundred grand, and uh, even if they spent a hundred grand, they would still not be ready on time. So... At this short notice, the association have had to make a very quick decision. Do they cancel the event, Portrush Competition, or do they move it? Well, the association have decided not to cancel, and they've decided to move it. But where have they moved it, you may ask? they moved it to the car park. <laughs> I'm not joking. People keep asking me, what? The car park? Yeah, honestly. The car park, where people would have pulled in, parked their car for the day, and then walked into the venue. Yeah, there's no venue. You're having your competition in the actual car park. Now, as to where you can put your vehicle, don't know. But apparently, apparently the council has committed to putting every effort possible in making uh, parking available. So, mm, I guess we'll wait and see about that. But yeah, Portrush competition this year will be held in a car park. Lansdowne Car Park will be the venue for the 2018 Portrush competition, which has kind of not went down very well with the piping crowd. Now, because, yeah, as soon as we put this announcement up on the Rab Show Facebook page, it started a bit of a war. Everyone was saying, that's a terrible place to put the competition. Why didn't you move it here or move it there? And, you know, all sorts of different other suggestions for larger probably better equipped pieces of ground and, you know, things like that where you could host the competition but yeah our association instead made the call to have it in the car park is it the right decision 
It is and it isn't, in my opinion. It is that they didn't cancel the event altogether, because that was a possibility. They could have pulled the plug and said, right, we can't run Portrush this year because the grounds aren't ready. You know, they could have just simply pulled the plug and said, you know, we're not spending the money running this big event. Uh, But, yeah, that's it. But the alternative then was move the competition and still hold it. Maybe the venue's not the best, but we'll still have the competition. Because essentially, bands from around the world are actually coming to this. There's a lot of international pipe bands are going to Portrush to have a run out before they actually get to the Worlds. So it's kind of like a practice run the week before, before they get to Glasgow. So you get to stand in front of a guy with a clipboard, giving you a critique, letting you know what to improve before you get to Glasgow. So it's a great opportunity. And if anything, that's a good you know selling point for Portrush this year. It's a good dry run before you hit the grass at Glasgow. So now, I do know myself there has been quite a number of international bands who have made plans to travel to Portrush, booking hotels and flights and all of that sort of stuff for a plethora of people. So, yeah, obviously the association themselves knew this, and they realised that if they pulled the plug on the competition, they would also be pulling the plug on everybody's travel arrangements, which would be kind of terrible. So they were stuck between a rock and a hard place, And they chose the hard place. So, yeah, the car park. (laughs) Now, I have to say, this is not the association's fault. As much as I'm saying this is not the best decision, but it's not the worst, I have to say it's not the association's fault. I know we always like to point the finger at the association, but I would squarely point the finger at Causeway Coast and Glen's Borough Council. They were the guys who were giving our association assurances all along that the grounds would be ready, and they're not. So, yeah, who was lying? Do you know what I mean? Or what exactly was going on? So, yeah, I would point the finger at Causeway Close and Glen... I can't talk. Causeway Close and Glen's Borough Council. They would be the guys I've kind of messed up here. And landed our association in hot water. With the piping folk, I think, by the looks of things. So, I would urge you, if you are going to send any angry emails, angry letters, or any messages like that, please... Don't direct them at the association because I honestly don't think they're to blame here. Point them in the direction of the district council. These are the guys who are responsible for the preparation of the grounds. Yeah, go and speak to them. Anyway, that's it for that little bit of news. (laughs) Terrible. Now, on to other piping news. Let's talk about the county Antrim championships this weekend in Glenarm. Yeah, we don't get a break this season at all. 14th of July, of course... Right after, like I've said, the 12th of July, 13th and all of that sort of stuff, bands around Northern Ireland will be involved in all sorts of parades and celebrations and different things, all to do with the 12th of July celebrations. So, yeah, the County Antrim Championships maybe not placed at the best time of year because it's looking like not very many bands are going to this. Whenever you look at the draw, the highest graded band on the day is in grade 3A, and that's Marlacou, and they're there on their own. There's nobody there to compete against them in that grade. So it's a very simple competition for them. They walk into the ring and then they walk out and they're champions. Do you know what I mean? Congratulations, County Antrim champion. You turned up. (laughs) So, yeah, it's going to be a disappointing competition, I think, because a lot of bands have chosen not to go to this. So, yeah, I think the County Antrim championships in recent years have suffered because of its placement in the calendar. It's right after the 12th of July, which, as we, I've just said, it's a public holiday here, and bands are used to getting that break. You know what I mean? For this last, I don't know, three, four years, they've been holding the competition now in Glenarm, 
And it just has been getting gradually worse and worse as far as the entries is concerned. Bans are just not going to this. So that's one element of it, I suppose, that makes this competition not that attractive. But also, one of the big major things that a lot of people are messaging in the show about, asking, is this a joke? But it's not. It's 100% real. They were... the. Let me see. The price for spectator tickets on the day is twenty pounds, twenty quid to get in through the gates for the County Antrim Championships. Now you could get concession tickets if you went to New Ross at the weekend. Apparently, the association had like an allocation of so many concession tickets, and they were able to sell them at New Ross, and they were ten pounds. They were half price. So if you went to New Ross, you could get these half price tickets, and that's fine. But it's still 10 quid. It's still tenner. You know what I mean? So, yeah, 20 quid to get in and see possibly half a dozen bands, six bands maybe. I don't know. Uh, yeah, not the best draw for a piping crowd, I don't think. It'll be a difficult day all round to hold a competition with so few bands. Now, I completely understand why bands are choosing not to go because a lot of them are going to be involved in all the various different 12th of July celebrations, of course. But also, just to get the mid-season break. Because, as I've said before in the podcast, this year's season is just relentless. There's no break in the season at all. And, yeah, it's good to have a breather. And, if anything, it's one of the things that I miss, possibly from previous seasons, where we used to get a mid-season break. And, yeah, we don't get one this year. It's just competition after competition after competition. And that's travel every weekend. That's, you know, people have to take off work and stuff like that. You know, it's a lot of commitment, especially financially and time as well. When do you get time to mow the lawn, paint the fence, you know, keep her indoors happy with the household chores instead of swanning off every weekend to go play pipes? So mm, there's a lot of things to consider. Whenever bands decide not to go to a competition... Uh, yeah, you have to look at all the factors. And I don't think it's the venue. The venue in Glenarm, I have to say, is top class. The event itself, the Dalariata Festival, is just off the chain. It's amazing. I, it's possibly one of my favourite festivals here in Northern Ireland. Um, but putting a pipe band competition in the middle of it, maybe not the best place for it. So I do think... The Northern Irish Association made the decision to have the competition there. And yeah, we went on previous years with the Rab Show. We've covered it, you know, a couple of years now. And yeah, the whole conversation was this was an experiment to see if it worked. Now it's been running for a good number of years. Clearly bands are not supporting this. So yeah, it may not have worked. I think the experiment may well have reached a conclusion. So who knows? Maybe it will be reviewed at the end of the year. For those of you who listened to my interview with George Usher there at the UK Championships, he was actually talking about reviewing possible venues coming forward into next year. So we may see a change then for the County Antrim Championships. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway... So that's this weekend, the County Andrum Championships. For those of you who are going to the County Andrum Championships, by the way, I wish you the very best of luck. It'll be a very quiet day, by all accounts. But yes, myself, Rab, I will be there, of course. No show without punch. And I'll be covering stuff for the Big Rab Show. Because like I said, yeah, we'll be covering every competition this season. People keep asking the question, will you be live streaming? Will you be live streaming? Will you be live streaming? The answer is always yes. We keep telling you this. It's always yes. So, yeah, there will be no exception. This weekend at Glenarm, 
the County Antrim Championships. Yep, Big Rab Show will be there, live streaming, taking photographs and interviews and all that good stuff. So yeah, if you spot me, say hello, come on over, snap a selfie, don't be shy. Grant. So that's it. We've got so much piping news this week and a load more stuff that I wanted to get talking about. But you know what? It's digging a hole in my side. I can see the link sitting here. I'm on the RSPBA website in front of me and I can see the two links. World Pipe and Championship draw. And it's so tempting to click on the link. And I haven't done it yet. I haven't done it yet. Like This has been out now for almost... When did they publish this? Half five? And it's now half eight. I've done all right. I've done all right. Lasting this long. And I actually have my phone switched off because the amount of messages were coming through asking questions about different groupings and everything. No spoilers! No spoilers, so I'm completely avoiding all the spoilers. Right. Before we get into the topic of the week, however, uh, I wanted to give uh, a bit of a plug to the guys of... uh, Chanterant, yeah, they had a bit of an, an awesome podcast this past week, so thank you guys of the Chanterant podcast, you guys are awesome, keep it up, yeah, I'm actually really enjoying the stuff that they're producing at the moment, so again, if you are wanting to listen to the guys of the Chanterant podcast, I have to say, listener discretion is advised, but it is absolutely hilarious, <laughs> and yeah, we are working towards something a bit special for World's Week, um, yeah, hashtag, uh, is it the big, the big Grace Note rant? I think, is that what we're calling it? The Big Grace Note rant? Yeah, where all three of the podcast Brotherhood will be together all on one podcast. I think chances are we'll probably upload that onto the Chandler Rant feed, I think. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's the plan. Everything hasn't been ironed out yet, but I think that that's the overall plan. That Me and the Rab Show and, yeah, the guys from the Chandler Rant and the guys from the Grace Note Vortex are all going to gather up for one big, giant collective podcast. And it'll be all sorts of interesting coming into World's Week. As for ourselves here in the Rab Show, we've got quite a number of plans up our sleeve whenever it comes to the World's Week. Now, before I get into it, Pipe and Live have just released the full details of their festival. Now, I'm deliberately not mentioning it on this week's podcast because we will dedicate an entire podcast all about Pipe and Live. We've done it last year where we give you guys a blow-by-blow of the entire festival and we let you know our particular picks day by day. We let you know where you should be and at what time and how much your tickets will cost and all that stuff. But if you are interested now and you want to get a little bit of a preview of what we're going to talk about on the future podcast, go along to the pipeandlive.co.uk uh, festival page online and yeah, they have the full lineup of the whole festival all up there. And uh, let me tell you, you're going to have to split yourself in four different ways on any given day. It's going to be insane. Ah, oh, the Pipe and Life Festival this year, man. It's just nuts. Ah, oh, I'm so excited. It's my Christmas. And I'm sure it's like your Christmas too. You know, it's the best time of year every year. Ah, oh, man, so excited for Pipe and Life. We'll get talking about that on a future podcast. Now, I also got a bunch of emails in asking about bass drumming and learning journey. Yes, we will feature more bass drumming podcasts. Don't worry, bass drummers. My goodness, you're <laughs> you're all really anxious looking more bass drumming podcasts. We will get to it, don't worry. And also, learning journey podcasts. We will possibly feature more learning journey podcasts running through after the world championships are behind us. So we've got lots more stuff. Plus, yeah, don't forget, I haven't forgot about the judging podcasts as well. These are all Things that we're all working on in the background. But at the minute, we're in the thick of it. This is silly season in the piping world at the moment. and So yeah, when we're in the thick of it, we'll do our best to keep up with it. Whenever we're the other side of it, we will bring you our specialty podcasts on the other side. So stick with us. Right. 
I am going to click on these links. <laughs> oh, I'm so stupidly excited for this, man. Uh, right, bring the microphone in front of you, Rob. That'd be an idea. Right, okay. Yep. <laughs> I have deliberately not clicked on these since they've been... Oh, and I've, yeah, been going mad. Do you know what? I actually know that there's a big football match on tonight or something. I think England's playing in the World Cup or something. And I couldn't care less. I'm just, I want to sit here and read this draw. You know what I mean? Who cares about soccer and the World Cup and all that stuff when you've got World Championship around the corner, boy? Lethal. Grant, hey, it's that time of the week again. It's time for me to get a big cup of tea. Finally time for the topic of the week. Are you on the lookout for a set of vintage pipes? Then look at Source Bagpipes. Bagpipes ranging from McDougall, Glenn, Stark, McKinnon, McPhee, Henderson, Laurie and Sinclair and many, many more. In addition, brand new set of pipes by Booth and Pettigrew. They have a no-quibble return policy with 25% deposit securing any set of bagpipes. Also offering a full payment plan to be able to pay for your set of pipes over 12 months. Source Bagpipes now have a range of vintage pipe chanters and vintage practice chanters in stock and are all up on their website, sourcebagpipes.co.uk. Contact Ross for more information. LoneStarPiper.com The little pipe and drum supply in the heart of Texas. Proud to be firefighter owned and operated. With 10 years in the industry, they are dedicated to providing friendly, professional, personalized service. Featuring many of the most popular brands for bagpipers and drummers, as well as custom kilts and highland wear. Feel free to shoot them an email with questions about custom orders or to get a quote for special pricing on larger orders at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. The Harris Kilt Company, based in Belfast in Northern Ireland, can provide you with some of the highest quality Highland wear available in the market. Are you looking for an outfit for a formal occasion, be it a wedding or a formal dinner, or are you outfitting a band? Then Harris Kilt Company are looking forward to hearing from you. Get in contact with them over their social media, on Facebook or on Twitter, or indeed check out their website, harriskilts.com. The Harris Kilt Company can provide you with an outfit right the way from your brogues right the way to your Glengarry. The Harris Kilt Company, 150 Sandy Row, Belfast, or on harriskilts.com. Ah, there we go. That's a shout out to our patrons there. Thank you to those good folks who's clicked that support button on our Patreon page. Thank you so much. Right. I'm going to do it. There we go. Don't know if you heard that or not, but I've clicked on it. Here we go. Awesome. Yep. Competition draw for the World Championships. Oh, man. So excited for this. All right. It seemed to have been an age when I've been, this has been published from me reading it. This is going to be completely unedited, by the way. So forgive me if this is long and drawn out, but stick with me. I'm going to break this all down. Starting in Novice Juvenile A, then. Straight into a final, then. No qualifying for Novice Juvenile A. Uh, nine bands in the grade. We have Brisbane Boys College from Australia. Ooh, straight in there. Ah, first on. Uh, Locklash Junior. Yeah. People's Ford, Bogholm, Bathgate. Dollar Academy. Oban High School. Scots College from Australia. Awesome. There we go. Uh, two Australian bands in the grade. Uh, George Harriet School, Stirling and District Schools, and then George Watson's College. So there you go. Novice Juvenile A with two Australian bands in there. Good luck, guys. There you go. 
so let me see. Right, Novice Juvenile B, final, straight in there with 20 bands. Wow, that's a big grade. Uh, number one then, Mackenzie Caledonian Juvenile, uh, Kintyre Schools. This is all from 9am in the morning, by the way. Scrake it on. Uh, then the first Trin Boys Brigade, West Lothian Schools, Tubermore High School, St. John's College from Zimbabwe. Wow, cool. Awesome. Uh, North Lanarkshire Schools, uh, Preston Lodge High School Pipe Band, People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate, Bruntislennon District, uh, Bucksburn and District, Stirling and School, Stirling and District Schools, uh, Lockgilly High School, Renfrewshire Schools, Scottish Fire and Rescue Service, uh, was, what is that? Thrill, Thrill Youth? I can't even pronounce that. Oh, here we go. This is going to be stuff that rabbits wrong again. Uh, Thrill, Thrill. Youth Pipes and Drums from Canada. Sorry, I butchered that. Uh, Dunoon Grammar School. Uh, Seagal Lionel Cat. There you go. I think I pronounced that wrong too. Dumbarton and District. And then uh, Brisbane Boys College from Australia. So there you go. We've got a band in there from Canada, one from Australia. And a few names that I really didn't recognise at all. So uh, one from Zimbabwe, St. John's College. Awesome. That's class. Okay. Right. On to grade 4B. All right. Let me see. We have Qualifier 1, Qualifier 2... Qualifier 3. Hold on a minute. Yeah, 3 qualifying groups. Wow. 54 bands in that grade. Ooh. (laughs) Wow. That's something else. 54 bands in one grade. Dang. Wow. Okay. Let's run through this. I'll be as quick as I can. 18 bands in the first qualifying heat. We have The Veil. Cooper Angus. Uh, Ontario Fire Service from Canada, awesome. Perth Metro, yay, from Australia, awesome. Uh, Coulter and District, uh, Carlo, uh, Edmonton District from Canada, Bally Bully, uh, 2622 Highland Squadron of the RAF, there you go. Uh, Kelshin from uh, Ireland, of course, Deeside Caledonian, uh, Tully Allen, Stockbridge, Stonehouse, Sergeant Walker, go on the Walker, you, of Grancha. Grancha, as we all know, are having a strong season. There you go. Quite a tough group there. And then you have Stowe Borders, and then you have Ebrador, Pitlockery, and Blair Athol. So that's 18 bands in that grade. And uh, oof, that's quite tough, because you've got Sergeant Walker in there. It's quite a strong band. You've got Grancha, as we as I've just said, having a real strong season. But Perth Metro, another band, as I said, giving a shout-out there to Perth Metro. But uh, yeah, I've heard videos of them playing. Quite a strong band coming there from Australia. As well as 2622 Highland Squadron of the RAF. Again, another very strong band. Stockbridge as well. That's a tough group. That's qualifier one. Let's look at qualifier two then. We have uh, Kelty and Blair Adam. Uh, Camelon and District. Lower Clyde Pipes and Drums. Major Sankler. Goodness Sankler. Yep, and we have People's Ex-Servicemen. There you go. A catamount from the US. Awesome sauce. Uh, City of St Andrews. I have the Isle of Skye. Trun Blackrock. Granite City. Uh, Simon's Lions. Caledonian from Canada. Awesome. Uh, Grey Friars. Pipes and Drums. Ullapool and District Junior. Oh, there you go. There you go. Uh, Talcott and Mountain Highlanders from the US. Joseph Ford Memorial. Uh, the Sons of Scotland from Canada. Scotch Watch from Switzerland. Wow. <laughs> awesome. I've never heard of them. Scotch Watch. I'll have to look at them. Class, right, see, I'm making notes here. Scott's wife. Okay, and then Badenoch and Stras Bay. That's another band I haven't really heard of, but Scott's wife from Switzerland. Cool, I'm going to have to check them out. Um, so, yeah, that's a bit of a mixed bag, that one. Um, yeah, picks in that grade. 
Major Sinclair, of course, pretty strong band in Grade 4B, not going to take it away from them, but Troon Blackrock on their day, plus Ullapool and District Juniors as well, definitely a strong band, so, hmm. And other bands in there that I haven't really heard of before, that Talcott Mountain Highlanders from the US, uh, Simmons Lions Caledonian from... Uh, Canada, yeah. Uh, the Sons of Scotland from Canada, and then Scotchwatch. Like I've been saying, I'll have to check these guys out. Okay, on to qualifier three for four B. Then uh, you have Kilbarchin, uh, Loch Ryan Development Band, Strathendrick. Ooh, Strathendrick done quite well actually at the last major championship, so that could be a shout. Uh, Glengarry from Canada. Now I have heard Glengarry before. Again, quite a good strong band there. Toronto Fire Service from Canada. You got Mid Argyle, William Kerr Memorial, Art Alt Memorial, Reading uh, Reading Scottish even. <laughs> Reading. Reading Scottish. Letterkenny and District. Awesome. Wicklow are making the journey. Harry Ferguson Memorial. Grampian District Pipes and Drums. Uh, Donoon Argyle. Rothsay and District. Very strong band in there. Uh, Ryan Russell Memorial from Canada. Uddington Strathclyde. And Royal Army of Oman from Oman. Oh my, that's awesome to see them in there. Class. Do you know what? Grade 4B has turned out to be truly international. That's one qualifying group. You've got bands in there from Northern Ireland, Scotland, Canada, uh, and yeah, Oman. <laughs> That's a mix and a half. So, yeah, possibly picks for me in that group there. Hmm. Yeah, I said Strathenrick there. Uh, Uddington Strathclyde, again, another very strong band. Letterkenny and District, again, could be pretty strong. Uh, yeah, that's a difficult group. So, out of three qualifying groups, you have 54 bands in Grade 4B from all around the world. And a lot of names in there that I've heard before, but a lot of names in there that I haven't. So, I'm going to do some research, actually, and have a look at these. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Moving on, then. Let's look at Grade 4A. Okay. Uh, Qualifier 1, Qualifier 2, and then on to a final. Okay. With 32 bands in Grade 4A. Again, another huge field for Grade 4A. See if you come top 6 in any of these massive grades. I tell you, you deserve a pint. Or at least 3 pints in the beer tent. To come anywhere in the top 6 out of all of this. Uh, I don't know. Right, let's look at it. Qualifier 1, the first group. Kilsyth Thistle kick things off at 9am. Really early for Kilsyth, but there you go. Tweedvale and then McDonald Memorial are on a quarter past 9 so I think Trevor Clydesdale from McDonald Memorial was actually hoping to get a bit of a lay-in. Uh, no such luck, Trevor. There you go. Uh, Marumba Society Incorporated uh, from Australia. There you go. Marumba Society Inc. Fantastic. After them is Ocaran. Then you have the RAF Central Scotland Pipes and Drums. You have Loch Ryan, Kirkurbrickton District, Fraserburgh Royal British Legion. You have Cullen then from Ireland, of course. You have Royal Borough of Stirling, Mihillan District, Cullabaki, Ollipoolan District, Tamla Acrilly, and Listen to Mulligan. That's a pretty strong group there, to be honest. A lot of big names in there. Uh, well, obviously jumps out to me at the moment is McDonald Memorial. Uh, you have Royal Borough of Stirling, Mehill and District, Methyl and District, whatever way you want to pronounce it. Kalabaki, obviously, again, a pretty strong band. Ullapool, listen to Mulligan. There's a lot of bands in there. Mm, there's a lot of good bands in that one qualifying group there. Let's look at qualifier two then. Irvine and District, Dunbar, Royal British Legion, Elgin and District, Perth and District, uh, Bergen Irish from the US. Well, there you go. Uh, Catamount from the USA, again. Awesome to see us. Uh, Ballycone are coming. Raffo Ulster Scots. Uh, Fountain Trust 
from the USA will be there. Kildog, Kilmarnock will be there. McNeilstown, possibly one of our favourites. The way they're going this season at the moment, who knows. Davidson, Mains and District. William Wood, oh, a really strong band. Uh, Glenrothes and District. And then Clontibrecht, then finishing things off. <sighs> that, again, is another difficult qualifying group. Not going to joke. Um... A lot of standout names. You've got Kildog, whose piping is incredible at the moment. They're blowing a big sound. McNeilstown, as I said, has to be the favourite. But the way they're going at the season at the moment, yeah, it has to be one of our picks. Um, but yeah, you've got Perth and District in there. And then you've got bands from the US that I haven't really heard before. I've heard of them, but I haven't heard performances from them. So Bergen, Irish, Catamount and Fountain, Fountain Trust. I haven't heard much from these bands. I've Williamwood as well. And Clontibrecht. This is going to be a hard grade to predict because there's so many bands that could get through the qualifying or even may not get through. You don't know because both of those groups for the qualifying are tough. Yikes. Good luck, everyone, in grade 4B and grade 4A. I'll tell you that much. Good luck. <laughs> okay, onto the juvenile grades then, onto the final, straight into the final. Eight bands in there. Uh, you've got George Watson's College, uh, George Harriet Schools, North Lanarkshire Schools, People's Ford, Boggle and Bathgate, all the usual suspects so far. St Andrews College from New Zealand. Oh, there you go. There was one that was unexpected. Awesome. Uh, Preston Lodge High School, West Lothian Schools and Dollar Academy. Bringing things up there at 5 to 10 in the morning. So there you go. That's your juvenile grade. Now, on to grade 3B. We're starting to get into it. Yep, we've got two qualifying groups. And 21 in total, so, yeah, they're uneven. Uneven. One group is bigger than the other, as I've noticed. Hmm. Okay, well, starting with the first qualifying group, where there's 11 bands in this, uh, we have Arbroath, kicking things off, and then we have Toronto Police. Hey, Toronto Police, awesome. So their Grade 3B band will be there. Uh, Bowhill and District, Raffrey, University of Bedfordshire, Lanark, Lanark and District, uh, Manchester Phoenix, awesome. Uh, St Mary's Derry Trasden, of course, has to be one of the favourites. Danny and Donny Pace will be there. Uh, Pipes and Drums of Scots Guards Association South will be there. It's a long title. Uh, Mill and Grave will be there. Now, that's all qualifier one. And that finishes at about 25 past one in the afternoon. So that's quite late on in the day. Uh, qualifier two, you have Scottish Borders, Major Sinclair, Pasadena, Scottish Pipes and Drums from the USA. Awesome. Uh, Carnoustie and District. You have Greater Manchester Fire and Rescue Service. Tully Lagan, Turriff and District. Battle Hill and Johnstone. Qualifier 2 is pretty tough. That's not taking it away from Qualifier 1, by the way. But, uh, yeah, looking at Qualifier 2, it certainly looks to be a bit stiff. Now, in Qualifier 1, I think my pick in there has to definitely be St. Mary's Derry Trasna, uh, you know, and Raffrey possibly as well. Toronto Police as well. I haven't heard their Grade 3B band yet, but I'll have to look them up. And uh, let me see, where else? What other band took my fancy? Millingrave, I think, also. I might give them a shout for that qualifying group. Uh, but I'll look at this in more detail, I think, and research it when it comes to our prediction show. Looking at qualifier two, then, it's anybody's. Yikes. Many bands in that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine bands in that, whereas there's 11 in the first qualifying group. So this one, for grade 3B, is kind of the group of death, to be honest. You've got Major Sinclair in there. Really strong band. Pasadena Scottish, I've actually heard quite a few runs from them this season so far. Again, going on the recordings, haven't heard them in person, but listening to the recordings, 
sounding really strong. Also, Battle Hill, ridiculously strong. Johnstone, same thing. And I've just mentioned earlier in the show, Tully Lagan, they're gradually climbing their way up through the ranks. So uh, that's anybody's. That is anybody's grade at that qualifying group. So, yeah, to everyone in that qualifying two and grade 3B, best of luck, guys. Yikes, that does seem to be a bit of a group of death there in grade 3B. Okay, <clears throat> it's on to grade 3A then. We have two qualifying groups, 24 bands. So, yeah, thank goodness works out, 12 bands in each. So there you go, grade 3A, 24 bands in total, starting with qualifier 1. St. Joseph's are kicking things off. City, city of Chicago! Brilliant! Yep, they're coming. Happy days. That's that's good. I'm excited to see them. Uh, Perth Metro are coming from Australia. Of course, we just seen the, their band earlier. So here's their grade 3A band. They're in there. Marlacu are going to be there. Uh, city of Inverness. We have Drumlock. Lewis. Now we have a band that I'm not going to pronounce correctly. Uh, Bien Adenturic from Kintyre, I think. Yeah, I butchered that name. Apologies. Uh, Colburn, IOR, Royal Borough of Annan, the Quinn Memorial, and Uddington Strathclyde. And that's all in your first qualifying group. Ouch. Hmm. Who to pick there? Yikes. Don't know. I'll come back to it. Qualifier 2 then for Grade 3A. You have a 2622 Highland Squadron of the RAF. Really strong. D-Side Caledonia. Vale of Athol's Grade 3 bands in there. Ross and Carmarty uh, Pipes and Drums School. Brilliant. The Highlanders 4 Scots. Again, equally brilliant. Uh, Scottish Society of New Zealand is going to be there. Awesome. Uh, Matt Boyd Memorial, yeah. Port Leithen and District, Ramage City of Newcastle, Stockbridge, Thiepville Memorial, and Dumfries and Galloway Pipe Band. <sighs> Again, another tough one. Dang, Grade 3 A's turned out to be really interesting. <laughs> okay, qualifier run. Put my money where my mouth is. Let's look at these bands. City of Chicago. Obviously sounded very well. Perth Metro, as I said earlier, again, another pick of mine. St. Joseph's, however, current All-Ireland champions. Mm, going to be difficult to bet against them. But then you have the Royal Borough of Annan in there. Of course, our current world champions. Plus, you have the Quinn Memorial in there. Drumlock, again. Marlacu has just been winning prizes all around them this season. Ellington Strathclyde, what a strong qualifying group. Out of all those 12 bands... <sighs> I know I've said it before, but that's anyone's. Yikes. Yeah, I think yikes is the only thing I could say to that. Qualifier 1, good luck, everyone. As for Qualifier 2, my picks in there. Mm, uh, the Highlanders, four Scots, will have to be the first on the list. Yep, sounding really strong this season. 2622 Highland Squadron, again, have to be another pick of mine. Matt Boyd Memorial, their piping is incredible. However, looking at their drumming results... Do seem to be slowly climbing through the ranks, so Matt Boyd could be another pick. Um, so, yeah, Thiepville would like to see them do well as well. Scottish Society of New Zealand haven't heard them yet, actually, so I'm going to have to do a bit of research on them. So, mm, there you go. Interesting stuff there for Grade 3A. Uh, two very difficult groups. Now, on to the grade that I will be watching intensely on the day, to be honest. <sighs> grade 2. Oh, I'm so excited for this. All right. Grade 2 qualifier. We've got 24 bands in total. Two qualifying groups. All right. Starting with qualifier 1. Kicking things off, we have the city of Dunedin from the USA. 
And then we have Balagan from Denmark. Oh, there you go, straight in there. And then we've got New Ross and District. There you go. Worcester, uh, Worcester Kilty. I almost said it wrong. Apologies. Uh, Worcester Kilty are in there. Yeah, uh, Greater Midwest Pipe Band from the US are there as well. City of London. And then Mackenzie Caledonian, of course. Uh, Grampian Police. Prince Charles Pipe Band from the US. Of course, we know them as SFU's Development Band. Awesome. Royal Borough of Stirling. You've got LA Scots are coming. LA Scots are coming, baby! And they're in there. And and then Bucksburn. So that's quite a good draw, actually, for a lot of overseas bands. Uh, so, yeah, we've got a lot of bands in there from the US, I have to say. Uh, City of Dunedin, uh, Worcester Kilty, Greater Midwest, Prince Charles, LA Scots. There's a lot of bands in there from the US. So that's, yeah, that's an interesting group. Whenever you consider in there, you've also got Balagan in there, but you've also got Mackenzie Caledonian. You're possibly one of the picks for this year. Royal Borough of Stirling and Bucksburn. That's a strong qualifying group. But let's look at qualifying two, shall we? Scottish Fire and Rescue Service kick things off. Then we have Ravara. Ooh, Ravara in there. Pretty strong. Yeah, and then we have Column Kill again. Yeah, pretty strong band. Manor Cunningham. Never to be outcounted or counted out, even, I should say. Wallastone and Districts, North Stratton from Canada. Oh, St. Thomas alumni from the US is in there. Oh, I was going to say, I haven't seen St. Thomas yet. So there you go, they're competing in Grade 2. Hmm. Uh, Kilcherman Distillery, Isle of Islay. Isle of Islay is in there. City of Discovery Pipe Band, Kloss Kelt. There you go. They're on there 20 past 1 in the afternoon. That's quite a good draw. Uh, Peel Regional Police. There you go, Peel Police, right after them. And then you have Brig from France. That's a mixed bag as well. Qualifier 2. Right, which one's worse, Rab? Qualifier 1 or Qualifier 2? <laughs> Looking at Qualifier 1, because there's so many bands in there from the US that I haven't heard yet this season. See, so you've got Mackenzie Caledonian in there and you've got Grampian Police. And City of London, who are doing quite well as well. Worcester Kilty sounded great whenever they were over. Qualifier won this tough. Plus you got LA Scots. You know, what's not to love about LA Scots? Royal Burles, Sterling, Bucksburn. Prince Charles are always a good band, you know. But every time I've heard Prince Charles playing, they always blow your socks off. So Qualifier 1's going to be tough. But looking at Qualifier 2 for me, honestly, I think will be... The tough grade on the day. Uh, yeah, because we have Scottish Fire and Rescue, Rivara, Columkill, Manor, Cunningham, Wallace Stone, North Stratton from Canada, which I haven't really heard this year yet. St. Thomas alumni, amazing band, very, very talented people in that band, and always sounded great. Yeah, if I was going to be listening to them, and oh, would they be one of my picks? Difficult to know. I don't know. I haven't heard any recordings of them yet this season, so I'll have to research on that. Isle of Islay, of course. Actually, I'm lifting, um, I think, a prize at the UK's, did they? And then not too long ago there at the Europeans lifted the title as well. So Isle of Islay could be a dark horse. Of course, you can't take it away from Klaus Kelp. What a strong season Klaus Kelp are having this year. I think if they don't make it through in the qualifier, there's something wrong. Uh, because they're certainly one of the stronger bands in there. But when you consider also you have Peel Regional Police in there. Again, St. Thomas, as I've just said. Uh, you've got Manor Cunningham, Rivara. That's tough. If anything, I say Qualifier 2. The second qualifying group for Grade 2 is possibly one of the toughest. Yep. 
I would say so. It's possibly one of the toughest for grade two. Uh, yeah, again, I can't pick any bands out of that. Grade two this season is possibly one of the worst grades this year for predictions. Just can't do it. Grade two this year is wide open. So, yeah, your two qualifying groups, both one and two, both tough. But for me, I would say group two are the group of death, to be honest. So, yeah, best of luck, everyone, getting through those qualifying spots in grade two. I think you all have your work cut out for you. (laughs) Okay, let's get to the big one. Grade one, who's coming? Now, we've been talking about who's coming. We already know this. There's 22 bands coming. Let's break it down. We've got two qualifying groups. Yep, two qualifying groups. And I don't think the order changes from MSR to medley. Just let me double check here. Uh, No, it doesn't change. So there we go. We've got MSR qualifying, of course, in the morning. And then in the afternoon on the Friday, we've got medley qualifying. So let's look at the draw and the order in which they come. Qualifying group number one has Shots and Dykehead kicking things off. Then we have New Zealand Police straight after. There we go. Good to see New Zealand Police, actually. So best of luck, Emmett and co. Have a good run. Then straight after New Zealand Police comes St. Lawrence Atul. Bang! Punch right between the eyes. Dang, what about that? Oof. Yeah, so, and then after that we have Simon Fraser. SFU are in there. Then we have Loman and Clyde. Inverary's in there. Dang, a lot of big guns in this one. Then we have the PSNIs in there. Then Glasgow Police, Johnstone, Buck and Peterson, and Denny and Donny Pace Glen Eagles. Oh, wow. This is tough. This is tough. All right, that's the first qualifying heat. Let's look at the second one then. With Police Scotland Fife, uh, Scottish Power, Vale of Athol, Canterbury Caledonian and Society, of course, from New Zealand. Awesome to see Canterbury making the, the journey this year. Fantastic. Uh, People's Ford, Boggall and Basket, the Boggies are in there. We have Bagged Cap Caval are making the trip. Awesome, I love that band. Oh, fantastic, can't wait to see them. And then we have Manawatu from New Zealand. And then Field Marshall, there we go. Field Marshall's coming in there in Qualifier 2. And then you have Glasgow Sky, 78th Fraser Highlanders are in there. And then Dauko. <sighs> right. Yeah, I have to be honest here, Qualifier 1 looks to be the toughest. Yep. Yeah, putting all my eggs in one basket. I think qualifier one's going to be the toughest. Let's look at qualifier one. You have shots, shots. New Zealand Police, uh, St Lawrence, SFU, Loman and Clyde, Big Guns and Verary, PSNI, Glasgow Police, Johnstone, Buck and Peterson, and Danny Dunny Place. Of course, you would maybe consider St Lawrence would need to go through. You would think Inverary obviously are sounding amazing this season. Uh, New Zealand Police have had an amazing season down under. They would possibly be one of my picks for qualification this year, as well as Shots. Shots and Dickhead, sounding incredible, but I don't want to count out other bands such as Glasgow Police. Uh, John Stoner also sounding very strong as well. Loman and Clyde equally as strong, although having a little bit of problems here and there with integration and different things. Loman and Clyde seem to be... Letting the ground settle under their feet. PSNI have had a bit of a difficult season this year with ups and downs in the prizes so far uh, and the, the rankings and everything. So, mm, don't know where to place them in this. As well as Glas- yeah, Glasgow Police, I don't know. I don't know. That's a tough one because you have a lot of big guns in there. As I said, St. Lawrence, Simon Fraser, Schatz, Inverary. You know, that's four bands in there already that you would kind of expect to see in the final. 
So that doesn't leave much room whenever you think there's New Zealand police in there. You've got Glasgow Police, Johnstone, Buck and Peterson, Denny and Donny Pierce, all big bands that could also possibly sneak into that final spot. That's a difficult grip. Not going to joke. That's a difficult grip. Yeah, very difficult. Let's look at Qualifier 2 then. Qualifier 2, I think, it may not be all one-sided. Uh, picks for me in there it has to be Police Scotland Fife, uh, first of all, of course. They've had a great season. Field Marshal, of course, you can't count out Field Marshal. They are the powerhouse, after all. Scottish Power, they've lifted a major this season. So, yeah, that's three bands so far. Plus, another pick for me would have to be Boggies. Boghall and Bathgate, sounding pretty incredible this year. Not going to lie, just because I've heard them in person, and they are sounding very strong. But there's also a lot of other bands, and I've picked four there. There's a lot of bands in that qualifier too. Again, that could nip through. You have Vale of Athol. You have Canterbury, of course. I haven't heard Canterbury really in person. I've heard recordings, and again, sounded great. Manawatu, can't count them out. As well as 70 of the Fraser Highlanders. Dauko! Dauko! Come on, Dauko. We've heard Dauko this year. They made the trip to the UK's. They suffered from a bit of an early chanter. Yeah, that's fine. But the run itself was amazing. You can't count out Dauko. So, Glasgow Sky, again, will they feature in the qualification spot through to the final? I don't know. I think, that given the bands in that qualifying group, it'll be a difficult struggle for them. Bagged Cap Caval. Oh, man, I can't wait to hear them. Awesome to see them, first of all. Uh, but, yeah, I haven't heard them this year. So I'm going to have to do a lot of research now by the looks of things. <laughs> so, yeah, let's look at the judges, shall we? I think, yeah, because whenever you're looking at the qualifiers, you need to look at the judges. Uh, so, yeah, you need to look at who you have to impress. So I think whenever it comes to the Grade 1 qualifying group 1 for MSR, you have Ross Walker, Harry Stevenson, Stuart Collis and Jim Baxter. Then for qualifier 2 for MSR, you have Mark Falloon, Kenneth Eller, William Black and Gordon Laurie, of course, BEM. Looking at the medley then, uh, Grade 1 qualifier group 1, you have Mark Falloon, Kenneth Eller, William Black, Gordon Laurie. And it's just kind of reversed. You have Ross Walker, Harry Stevenson, Stuart Collis and Jim Baxter. There you go. Now, I think, has these judges changed because i remember there was an announcement that was put out as to what judges are going to be covering what competition have they changed let's look at grade two uh qualifier one you have uh brian swatala terry lee alexander Steele, of course and then jennifer hutchison and yeah qualifier one looking at qualifier two you have samuel young uh robert matheson william black and james campbell for qualifier two so, and then on to your final, Grade 2 final. Judging the Grade 2 final this year, you have John Wilson, uh, Morris Rhodes, uh, Brian Martin, and Paul Turner. There you go. Do you know what? I think that's changed. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Uh, also, looking at the Grade 3 qualifying judges, I think that's changed as well. I don't know. I'm going to have to look at this. Judging panels, they were announced early in the season. If anything, the judging panels were all announced at the very beginning of the season, I think. But I think looking at the draw, the judging panels may have changed. I might be wrong. But again, see, I'm recording this live. 
Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not going to be editing this. So maybe you guys can message us in and let us know if you think the judging panels have changed or not. There's a lot of bands in there, not going to joke, that could do really well. There's also a lot of bands in there that are possible dark horses that I've never heard of before. I'm going to have to do a lot of listening. Yeah, before we get as far as our prediction podcast. Right, guys, that's it. That was my live reaction to the World Championship draw. If you are interested to see what bands are competing and when, go onto the rspba.org. The full draw is up there now. I think we're actually still currently waiting on our drum major uh, draw. I haven't seen the the draw for the drum majors yet. Um, So, yeah, full draw is up there for all the bands and stuff. Go and check it out. All up there now. So... You know what? This is going to be stupidly exciting. I cannot wait for the World Championships this year, man. Looking at this, it truly is international. Like, there's bands from Oman, Canada, New Zealand, US, everywhere. France, Belgium. Awesome. This is, yeah, this is what makes the World Championships so special is because it truly is international. From around the world, you can see bands from... All sorts of arts and parts. It's just incredible. And that's what why I love the World Championship so much. You could be chatting to one guy who lives two doors down from you one minute. Then you could be chatting to some guy who lives in New Zealand. And uh, yeah, just loves pipe bands the same way you do. That's what makes the world great. Anyway, a lot of food for thought. This draw for this championships will be poured over in tiny, minute detail, I'm sure, over the next coming weeks. All ahead of the big game whenever it comes in August. And it won't be long. It won't be long. As I'm recording this, this is the 11th of July. It's not long. Not long. Anyway, hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. It's one It's different. We do this every year. We don't last year. We've done like a bit of a live reading and stuff. You know, my live reaction, if you want, of the draw. So, yeah. I don't know if you enjoyed it or not. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, so, yeah. A lot of difficult grades in there. Haven't any particular picks yet until I get a chance to do some proper research. I'm sure you guys at home will be doing the research yourselves. Now, before I go, thank you, first of all, for clicking on that download button. Each and every click and download and all that there really does help what we do. And we really appreciate you downloading the podcast. If you haven't already please click that subscribe button so as each episode gets uploaded you will not miss an episode you'll get a little notification to your phone or whatever you're listening to your podcasting device you'll get ding rab's uploaded another one and yeah you'll be kept up to date on all the latest goings on in the piping world right don't forget to check us out on our social media the big rab show on facebook and indeed on twitter and yeah (laughs) on fuse fm and balamoney and yeah I am up to my eyes in all sorts of craziness at the minute. It's the silly season, as I've said. So thank you to everyone who's been emailing in. Apologies if I didn't get your email read out, but your email was received loud and clear. And thank you, everyone, for all of your kind messages and stuff about the BBC stuff. Yeah, I am currently working for the BBC, as I've said before in previous podcasts. And yeah, it's going quite well. So thank you, everyone. I'm glad you've been enjoying the Kintra show on BBC Radio Ulster. Right, if you haven't and you would like to, Support the show, please do. Go and check us out on thebigrabshow.com. Click on that shop tab along the top and you can get yourself some t-shirts and hoodies and stuff. And every penny that gets raised from those, even though it's not a lot, to be honest, every penny from those sales goes and helps towards what we do. Uh, Towards travel, towards entry into venues, towards, uh, you know, costs to do with our online hosting and live streaming and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah, it really does help a lot. So, Yeah, if you do wish to support the podcast and even the live show and Fuse and all that stuff, there you go. That's one way you can do that. 
Plus, you can check us out on Patreon as well. You can go and click that support button and you get a load of free content. Yeah. Right. That's it. The World Championships draw is here. And you can read it until you're blue in the face. And I'll probably be sitting here for another couple of hours watching YouTube videos of bands that I've never seen before. I'm sure you guys will be doing the same. And, uh, yeah, we'll get talking about it when we start talking about our predictions show, which will just be coming up soon. Right. That's it. Thanks so much for clicking that download button, guys. Uh, Yeah, we will see you here on the podcast next week. Well, that's it for another Big Rap Show podcast. Many thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads, raising the benchmark throughout all the grades. Winning 8 out of 9 possible world championship performances, G1 Reads are played by bands around the world, producing that quintessential tone. If you don't believe me, just listen to our current world champions in Verarian District. Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rap Show podcast. All the best.